Are you tired of your lady looking at other men's beards? Well, it's time to step your beard game up with Big Dob's Beard Balm. They've been busy in their laboratory creating some of the most deliciously smelling, face-softening beard balms on the market. I encourage anyone who's looking for a softer, healthier beard to check out BigDobsBeardBomb.com. You can also find them on Twitter and Instagram, at StrongBeardGame. Here at Bearded Ruckus, we hope to be informed on most of what we say. Though, we are also the first to admit we might have been pointed in the wrong direction. We hope our diligent criticisms of each other's opinions convince you of our legitimacy. If you can furthermore broaden our rational horizons, please let us know and we shall address this on the next podcast. Fuck yeah, dude. Welcome to the Ruckus Sessions. Mike's are on. Mike's, Mike's are on. Ah, shout out to Mike Saron. It's been a while. We're sorry, bro. We forgot about you. That's my bad. That's totally oh, my shit. Bad. I'm Jesse. I'm Cody. I'm Shane. This is another Rocket Sessions podcast. Hey, here we are. <laughs> here we are. Uh, a massive update I need to say. Oh, big update here. Big update. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, my name is now Dad. 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 Dad K. Daddy Cody. Daddy I have Cody. officially become a father of a beautiful baby girl named Maya. And we're going to so cheer some scotch. Big shout out to my beautiful woman for being the most what are we strong, drinking? beautiful, oh, and yeah. wonderful person I have ever seen in my entire life. And to my baby girl, I love you lots. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Nice. Um, what are we drinking today? This is some McClellan's. Nice scotch. Good little celebratory drink. Yes. It's tasty. Wonderful. I just want to say congratulations, Dad, and Thank welcome you. to the club. Thank you. It's I'm really fucking, excited. Uh, it's it's a, it's an awesomely scary, wild, fun, life-changing club. I get it. I told my dad and All for the better. Y- you know what? It is. I have uh, I haven't been happier in my entire life Probably than these last been. Probably been tired, though. Five or six days. <laughs> Actually, 
my wife and I have uh, developed a beautiful system. I love a good system. She lets me get a good chunk of hours in the evening straight so I can sleep through the night. Nice. And then I am the eternal slave throughout the daytime. So I do whatever. Whenever she says jump, I say, yes, ma'am. That's Yeah, that's kind of how we did it. It's whatever they need. Cause oh, yeah. Basically, we can't feed them. That's you know, ki- that it's... that was that was Kaisa's kind of thing. She's like, well, you can't really help me in the nighttime. And I said, you know, if you do need anything, just kick me. I'll, Better I'll for you up. to be up in the day than up yeah, in the night. Yeah, I can help day. her more than that way. So nice. it's been it's been a beautiful system. But she's been feeding wonderfully. She's almost back up to birth weight, which is yeah. If like people don't Jesse, have kids. It's yeah, like... Jesse and I were saying, how excited you get for the strangest shit now. Oh, it's yeah, it's like. You would never expect to be happy that your kid wasn't yellow, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> jaundice or whatever yeah. it is. And, like, it's just so many things that, like, the first time they smile, the first time they crawl, the first time they walk, the first time they sneeze, you know, the first oh, time they shit. Oh, it's been so cute. Their <laughs> sneezes are so damn funny. My girl is, like, five days old. Five days old. Six. Six days. My bad. Six days. It's been a bit of a blur. Because the the last podcast we did was you went in the night, that night, right? Yeah, because we did the podcast on the Friday. Yeah. We did it on her due date, and she came the following morning at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, like 1, was it 140-something. Way to stay on time. Oh man! Way to stay on schedule. Yeah, it was. In, she came fashionably late, kind of like I roll into places. <laughs> yeah, it's, just a little it's bit got late. The Kaluzny blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it worked out beautifully. Fucking eight. Well, congratulations. Thank bro. you. She's been uh, super strong, kicking like a ninja. Yeah, nice. Speaking, yeah, gonna be a high jumper. I'm thinking it's funny because the Olympics are happening. So every time I see a female sport, I'm like, I, be, I bet you she could be a gymnast. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, fuck, I bet you're a swimmer. You know, like, what about swimming? I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's, I was like, so, because I'm just who I am, I was like, what pays the most for a women, women's sports? Right? <laughs> well, because you have a daughter too, a daughter so you're also, thinking. Yeah, tennis. Really? Yeah, they get paid on par with men. Sport, like, there's no sports where women get paid on par with men. Not tennis, even in golf? No. But uh, I think, like, yeah, no, the highest paid female golfer isn't anywhere near the highest paid male golfer but i think the highest paid tennis player is very close to the highest paid male tennis player. i wonder what's going to happen to all the uh golf players that are sponsored by nike because nike said no more sports equipment yeah but they're they, going shoes but they and clothes just wear their shoes and clothes anyways no one's golfing with nike mcelroy was, was it? nike everything i'm almost positive oh, they probably have contracts that. They're like probably waiting for the contracts and, oh, yeah. to end, and then they're going to just stop. <laughs> True. Yeah. But, you uh, been watching any of the Canadians? Olympics? Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what have you been watching? I watched uh, women's volleyball with my dad last night. How'd that go? It was pretty incredible. That girl is like six foot four or something, wasn't it? Wow. She's got the longest torso I've ever seen. Like super It's like Jack Skellington. Yeah. Like swung. <laughs> but the little girl could hit. Yeah. Oh, she was mean. That's good. Did you uh, happen to see something absolutely hilarious during that game? Did you? I don't think Olympic so. Olympic faux pas. Well, I've seen someone get caught in the face with a ball. Yeah. No, when I was watching. <laughs> it was pretty funny. They, uh, You know when they zoom in to just the two of them when they're sitting on the bench when they take a break for water or whatever? 
So they film the Canadians and that big tall girl, she takes a sip of water and then she kind of says something. And then she looks over at her partner and she, she's like, fuck, I keep fucking snapping this. And she, and she says fuck like two or three times. So the camera instantly zooms in away from her mouth and into the center console where their water bottles are and then changes over to the uh, to, to the other team. And I was like, Dad, did you see that? Did you see? He's like, see what? So I rewound the fucking thing and cranked up the volume and yell, yeah, clear as day, you can hear swear. That's so funny. That's the Canadian bench for yeah. you. Yeah. Sports <laughs> are about the only place that you'll hear an F-bomb dropped on live TV. No they, kidding. Like, they're not expecting In it. hockey? Well, got- especially from, from the female Canadian team, everyone, <laughs> especially around the world, everyone thinks Canadians just these, like, super, yeah. super nice people. But To like, be fair, if anyone's listened to this podcast, we I, I swear a lot. Our competitive <laughs> edge comes out. And we're, we're nice people, but oh, we get competitive nice people, and we swear. Not, yeah. Oh, yeah, which, yeah. But it's just so fucking hilarious to see. In hockey, you can tell. You can't hear it, but when it shows their face close up, you can see exactly what they're saying. Well, I love when, like, like McGuire's can't. like, oh, I can't turn my mic on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when they're chirping at yeah. each other, he's down on the ice level. <laughs> we were... Uh, um, me and my wife are watching the 200 meter individual medley, which is like uh, it's a swimming competition. This is where Phelps was going for his fourth gold medal in four consecutive. That dude, man, he's crazy. So man. that means fourth medals in fourth consecutive Olympics. So Sixteen years of Olympics, I believe. That is incredible. Like he's 31, so he started when he was what? 17. 17. Well, you know what? It makes 15? a big difference is because. <laughs> Fact, I was math checkers. I was thinking that, well, not thinking. I was watching, and they were saying uh, on on some one of the Olympic channels that the reason guys are being able to swim this long is because you can actually make money competing in the Olympics now. As as yeah, as we're back in the day, like say the seventies and the eighties, you you wouldn't see thirty year old swimmers. Because they had to get jobs, yeah, right. They they couldn't make money pay. doing it, so it was all yeah. young kids. It's nice to see that more sports are paying, or at least providing a career. You know, it's not like NFL salaries, but it's provide. Well, you see a salaries. massive difference. Look at Canada and America, LeBron just in the James, Olympic standings alone. Yeah, well, that the that money says is there, right? right? Like, that says the amount of. Well, obviously they have. You know, Canada's the size of California, population wise. Thirty million. So it's like I don't know how many people are in California. So thirty million. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't have all that much to choose from. Yeah. Right. So you that you play that. We have a small pot. Yeah. You you play big. Actually, we have a huge pot, but we only got a little bit. of We just have really good ingredients, so there's just you see just a few. So you don't get a a lot of right. Like, but then you you also factor in the Canadians too. Right. (laughs) Well, then there's that. It's like we're like one state. The things we focus on, (laughs) we get really good. Yeah, but that's where you also kind of see the factor of the money, right? We don't have the same sponsorship, so we also have a very small group of people who do very good. I think Canada hockey is probably the most we're more the way to go if you want to try to make a professional career out of something we are more winter sports orientated up in canada so there there is no denying there, man. so damn cold. men's volleyball canadian boys they won the lucky loser tournament didn't the lucky beat, loser spot didn't they beat us uh that's in the indoor this is beach volleyball Oh, okay they're from red deer they're nice. they're alberta boys fucking played in fucking Minus three degree weather outside, like it's all one dude's a farmer, and his dad <laughs> and his dad built him a beach volleyball thing in his field. Brought in a whole shit ton of sand and built a barn around it. 
Maybe. So you can <clears throat> play in the winter. Oh, that makes sense. That'd be good. Everyone thinks you're riding horses. Um, Joke's oh. on them. You got bitches and I bikinis this, inside. Uh, yeah, he's like, it's a fucking party up here, bro. You got to see this I shit. I watched some women's doubles tennis in Canada play. And what I watched, they did really well. Cause it was like Eugenie Bouchard and some other girl I didn't know, but... Eugenie. Doubles tennis seems but intense. Bouchard is fucking hot. I like watching her play. And that's uh, that's why women's sports kind of are, are good. <laughs> a lot of them, they, you know, it keeps, keeps people's attention for a reason. Um, I was watching the... Well, I was saying I was watching the 200 individual medley, which is the butterfly backstroke, breaststroke, and then freestyle competition that Phelps was going for his fourth gold. Uh, I was watching the CBC feed, and the announcer was like, Oh, my God, Phelps isn't going to medal. He's falling behind. And he was just going fucking nuts that Phelps wasn't going to medal, and he was he was like falling all behind. Everything goes silent. Uh, the standings pop up. It says Phelps is first. And then, like, three seconds of dead air, and you hear, I apologize. I got my lanes mixed up. Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> it's like, are you drunk? <laughs> Like, well, what, what is, are they like? Because if you think it's of like, so hard to follow those fucking lanes. Think of the uh, Brazilian he, like soccer announcer. <laughs> That's still going. fucking hilarious. It was so funny. He was so excited for Phelps to oh, fail. Yeah, it was. It was like he's like, oh, history's being made right now. <laughs> I apologize. I had my lanes mixed up. You're like, oh, wah, wah, wah. oh man. It was those, so funny. those crazy soccer announcers. There's always the Spanish ones that just scream like. Ah! You gotta make They're it exciting like, somehow. Completely nuts. Spoiler alert: uh, soccer is not very exciting. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> maybe fun to play. I'm don't. It's not really fun to watch. And I think that's maybe why there's such a huge love for it worldwide. Is because I think it's one of the it's, most accessible, it's easy to play. Right. So they all these fans grew up playing soccer. They know what it's like. It's like us with hockey. Even though I didn't play hockey. You know what though? It's I'm easier. A, I'm Canadian. Canadian. It's way the uh, the reason it's the biggest sport in the world is because no matter where you come from no matter how rich poor where you where you live what you grew up with you will always have something to all you, kick. Ha- all you need yeah. is a ball like, a can and not, not even not even a ball you but need just a can you need a piece of dirt that doesn't break apart you know you if you're in russia bricks you can kick bricks <laughs> russia they use brick soccer balls that's a fact jesse yeah. looked it up Fact check marble balls like, <laughs> dude, that's why they're so strong yeah it's not steroids no, no. no. Just Russians don't use steroids. Yeah, Russians don't use steroids. They use brick and marble balls. You heard it here. Groundbreaking news. Ruckus <laughs> Sessions podcast. Oh fuck, that is that is purely gold. So I was uh I was talking to you guys about surviving fucked up situations, and I think that might be a good topic for today's podcast. Oh. Fucked up situations. Surviving. Fucked if we up were allowed, if we were allowed by uh, iTunes to play songs that weren't ours, it's not iTunes. It's I think we can. There's Just a we song. We can't put it on YouTube or anything, which we don't currently. There's a song by a band called Fucked Up Situations. Uh, they were a one-hit wonder. They did the porn star dancing song. Do you want me to lead into What's this? What's their fucking uh, name? Do you want me to lead into this podcast with that song? If you can find it, do Text it. Text me that right now. Is so it Porn I remember. Star Dancing? No, but who, who sang that song? I don't know. What is it like? Du, 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 du. Porn uh. Star Dancing. That one? Yeah, that song. Those people. I say those people. <laughs> you know what I mean. Don't be all dicky about it. You're <laughs> nice. 
Um, uh, porn star dancings. Let's see what comes up. Song by My Darkest Days. That's them. So they have a song called what? Fucked Up Situation. Okay. Send me that and I'll put it into the beginning of this podcast. Okay. Well, Boom. I figure a good one to start off on because we live in Canada and it snows up here and we all live in igloos and, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, avalanches. How how do you think to survive an avalanche? This is okay. It's I've been I've been told that if you are in an avalanche to swim. Yeah, that, you swim that, like a motherfucker and don't try up or down. You go to one side. Try to like get out of it. To yeah, the side. don't get, be like that bitch running from the bad guy in a scary movie that keeps mm-hmm. running fucking straight when he's slowly driving a combine at her. Take a sharp <laughs> left. Yeah, just hard, take a fucking hard left, left, hard, hard left, left, and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Nope, don't go straight. Just runs straight away from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd rather I'd rather trip to the left of the fucking thing <laughs> than in front of it, right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. fuck off. All right, uh, common sense prevails. It's swim. The, that applies also if you're caught in like rapids and water or something. Don't try to swim against. You'd be surprised when people panic how much they just try to turn around and swim against the current. Like towards the boat or whatever. Well, that's actually go uh, to the shore. Yeah, that, it might take you a mile downstream because you're going so fast, but just go to the shore. Well, it's kind of like rip currents, right? They say if you're in the ocean and you're caught by a rip current, don't swim. Like, let it take you out. Don't fight it because you'll you'll most people drown when you get they're tired, tired, right? Yeah. So they say sense. let it take you out. It'll go about fifty to a hundred feet offshore and then try to swim out to the right and come back in because it will come out of it eventually yeah but fuck you'd be way out it suck to be way out <laughs> oh fuck yeah man you're like oh. so well, fucking i'm a sketch. shitty swimmer as it is so that i don't want to s- go out that far. i don't go past my my waist but even to the point you where like you know the what, waves though? would make you lose the shore <laughs> <laughs> when was you you swam in the ocean when you were in mexico yeah did you notice well, you could I, stay I afloat a little the, longer I floated in the ocean but yeah did you notice you could do it a little easier than all kind your of, Canadian swimming experiences? I didn't. I never went over my head, but sometimes I would just like lift my Salt water is yeah. apparently more buoyant. It's way more buoyant. That makes sense. But like when I went out snorkeling, when I lived down in the Caymans, you could, I went for like hours and you just like slowly paddle along the surface and like I wasn't wearing a life jacket and people who know me ask my woman, I cannot float on my back. Impossible. <laughs> I try and float and my feet sink like rocks no matter what I do. <laughs> I cannot do it. It's it's embarrassing. I cannot float Just on my hold back. Hold your feet up in the air. Oh yeah, simple as that. You don't think I fucking tried? <laughs> Jesus, that's I the quit. first thing I yeah. tried, bro. <laughs> Where have you been my whole swimming career? <laughs> I just solved your problem right there, man. Just keep your hands up. Uh, so yeah, so like you were saying, swim on top for avalanche. Have a beacon. Yes, like, that's the smartest thing is have a beacon. And a lot of the new coats, like your have, like, jacket has GPS. a built-in. My wife's uh, snowboarding jacket has a built-in beacon. Nice. In her, if uh, uh, I was to go that route, I would go the very expensive watch route. You can buy these insanely expensive watches that have a, a GPS beacon in it, and if you pull the little timepiece out, it sets off the GPS, like a grenade. Beep, beep, and it sends a beacon to the company who sold the watch and a rescue team. See, comes like to get that. you. I like that. You're paying out the arsehole for a watch like that. Well, I paid out the arsehole for the I, watch I have right now. So, it, who no, we're talking like hundred, two hundred, some thousand dollars for oh, a watch. Okay, no, that, like it's I insane. Did not pay that much. It's money insane, for my watch. right? It, it was on a it was on a Top Gear episode. 
But then why not just buy the $300 beacon that you can ride with? Because you wouldn't be an eccentric millionaire then. Fair enough. Fair enough. You can't pull the pin. What do you do in your dreams, man? There's no pin to pull. I think one thing to keep in mind is that you're most likely to get caught. Wait, hold on. We got a disclaimer. Do not listen to any of the advice you hear today because this is all just shit we've found. So uh, this is all for fun and shits and giggles. Do not listen to a word. Yeah, do not say. use our advice in an actual survival situation. No, do not. You're crazy if you do. You, unless, haven't, been, you haven't been listening unless to Unless it's sound and logical. Yeah. There are some then things, try like it, but don't claim you heard it from us. You, swim uh, to the shore and a will current. not be held responsible for <laughs> any survival techniques tested out that you hear today. I'm sorry. We are not. Dude, your rip current. We're not current, rich. <laughs> we tested your rip current. It didn't work. No, yeah. dude. You just can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, back to the old avalanche. Move to the side. You got it. One thing to keep in mind is What if you get buried? That's shitty. I would say try to get on your hands and knees and open a space up here. Yeah. You need a spot to breathe. Yeah. So that's what they say. And you can take the weight this way a lot better. And spit, because the spit melts the snow. (laughs) No, that's gross. Uh, Yeah, the spit melts the snow, so you can kind of get more of a pocket, too. So, no, yeah, you guys, well, we're all from Canada. I fear that we should know how to survive on avalanche. It's kind of our thing. One thing to keep in mind is it usually happens on, like, people skiing and stuff. And it's usually on very difficult runs. Like, if you go to Sunshine and do all of their, like, groomed runs, chances are you're not going to get in an avalanche. So, if you're not you gotta a be looking professional for skier, for one, like, that's just not easy where they're skiing. It's like hella skiing and stuff, right? Yeah, you get into some hairy situations. And not, like, hella cool skiing, like, helicopter skiing. <laughs> Agreed. All right, boom. One one down. Uh, What about an alligator attack? <laughs> How would you survive Sorry, an before you jump off, it was called the Breitling Emergency Watch. There you go. Is uh, is I think I'm saying that right? B r e i t l i n g emergency two, is what it's called. It's a beautiful timepiece. I cannot find the price at this very moment. That's how expensive it is. Yeah, you can't if find you, the price. If you have to ask. You you, you can't. can't afford it. <laughs> you can't afford it. So don't even worry about it. All right. What would you do if an alligator was attacking you? Run. Run. That's a yeah, that's a good one. They can run pretty fast. Though. I know they can, but I'd fucking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it says make commotion. I grab a fucking stick. <laughs> yeah, if there's a and, stick and there. Prop its mouth open like in a cartoon. Yeah. It, <laughs> hell yeah, and then throw a bomb down its throat. Sound advice. I'm in. Yeah. There it is. That's how you get Put a hockey in. stick in its mouth <laughs> and then throw a bomb down its throat. Of you. <laughs> Jam a hockey stick in its mouth. You heard it here. <laughs> Yeah, it's ba- there's not much you could do about an alligator attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's, once it's got you, it's you're pretty much. Hope done. it doesn't go into its scream loud, rapidly move, hit kick around the eyes. You'll there. be doing that rapidly move, and I'm gonna move slowly as I'm being zigzag. Running zigzags. <laughs> I just I watched a video true. where this alligator, these there, there's like four or five of them, two huge ones. One walks up to the other one, grabs his buddy's leg, death roll, <laughs> rips his leg off, gulp. Ate it. The other alligator's still just fucking sitting there. Chilling. Yeah. He's like, this fuck, I just lost an arm, dude. <laughs> Gone. Everything is fine. This is normal. <laughs> alligators eat other alligators' legs all the time. You think it'll, something it'll grow that, back. that weighs that much, like those thousands of pounds ones, that, that have a terrifying. bite like crazy, they just grab you and roll, and it's like being hooked into like a hydraulic something like and just a, being ripped. It's like, like ripping off a chicken wing off a bird. Oh, it's just... Wink. Just where that... Where that chicken wing? 
God, that's and yeah, and somehow we're the king of the food chain. How the fuck did that happen? That's tough. Smarter than them. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> but there, there's also a reason that thing's been around for fucking 250 million years. Yeah, it it works. <laughs> it's, an, it's an effective animal. It's an effective tool of nature. It helps. Well, it shows it hasn't evolved very much over how many years. It just got smaller. I think it's refined. Yes, like hunting things and vision and hearing and stuff, maybe, but. Got it's smaller because its prey got smaller. Yeah, but it's been around forever, like sharks, beasts forever. How'd you ex- how'd you escape a shark attack? Don't swim in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's Jesse's like practic- answer. That's, that's like practicing abstinence. Just don't <laughs> Jesse's do it. Jesse's like, how do you survive a tiger attack? Don't go running in the fields with tigers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't run with lions. I don't swim with sharks. <laughs> I don't know. The, like I swim in the ocean a little bit, I guess, but. It's always a little weird. Do you got an ocean around here? Not Think here. of it this way. The shark doesn't know <laughs> what you are. The shark doesn't know what you are, so he's not there to eat you. He doesn't have hands to feel what you are. He's just going to so bite So he's there you. to he's bite like, you. Ooh, I like your fin on my side. He's there <laughs> to bite and take a taste of what you are. So if it comes down to it, I'm putting feet in front and kicking because I can live without feet first. I'd rather him not bite my ribs. Or my hands off. Do or my hands. Your feet right? Or your so hands? if he's coming after my feet, I'm going to kick, and then I'm punching for kick, eyes and punch, nose. Punch, kick, punch, kick, punch. It's been Mythbusters proved, and I like to I like to quote Mythbusters as, as pretty close to factual as possible, but they have proved time and time again a swift punch to the nose to a shark. Cha! Bruce yeah, Lee. Bruce Lee, that punch. bitch. One-inch punch. Practice it. Underwater. The water. Your you pour the water in the pot, the water becomes the pot. You pour the water in a kettle, it becomes the kettle. You must be the water. That be, was Bruce Lee. Be the water. Might be a terrible impersonation, but that's no, uh, spot on. <laughs> that's you must exactly become the water. Bruce Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Lee's king, man. I just recorded Enter the Dragon. What? Nice. I'm hoping to. Watch that with the wife. Maybe she'll let me. That'd be good. That's a good movie. It's pretty crazy. Uh, how would you survive falling from a plane? Nope. Well, number one answer is pull your parachute. <laughs> That's uh, not what I'm looking for. <laughs> the fall, I think I could survive easily. It's Whoa. the impact at the bottom. Yeah, fair enough. Thank you, you Captain wouldn't Semantics. <laughs> you wouldn't have a heart attack falling down without a parachute? Maybe, but I, I doubt it. I Probably not. Well, what would you do? Aim for water. If I was wearing a coat, pull my coat open. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking Batman that shit. Hell Parachute yeah. or uh, hell yeah. Well, so what they umbrella? What the one thing they say is do not aim for water. You might as well aim for concrete if you're gonna aim for water. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. But, so water's a thousand times denser than air. So it's whatever you're going through, and all of a sudden something a thousand times harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> they said aim for vegetation if you can. Grab any kind of falling debris to kind of slow your descent. And I would assume to try and get your trajectory as horizontal as you can. Yeah, try to come in on an angle. Like, don't go straight needlepoint. Yeah! Into a bush. Right into the ground. (laughs) Yeah, so they say trying to get into, like, a prone position where you're you're parallel with the ground. And then... uh, Feet first or head first? Well, they say there's two ways. Uh, There's feet first and full body. (laughs) So, feet first is land on the balls of your feet, bending, and try to roll that shit out. 
Oh, you're going to break your leg. Like oh, yeah, you're, butthead. yeah, you're going to break your hey, leg. Hey, Beavis, when you hit the ground, just start <laughs> running just start real running. fast. <laughs> yeah, so they say the ideal situation is you hit feet and then roll, and then you just keep rolling. Goodbye, pelvis. Yeah. How, how far are we falling? Well, let's are we talking like, 30,000 feet? Are I you think saying after, you rolled that bitch out to 10,000 term- feet? You're going to hit terminal velocity. There's a certain after, height that uh, it doesn't matter how much higher you are. Yeah, it's. It's whenever you hit terminal velocity, which is what 120 for people, I think. Yeah, I think when the MythBusters did a you test there, there was something like 800. I feet. hope I get knocked out because every story I've heard, someone's been knocked out or passed out limp. in the air, and they are dead limp. Yeah, so they say for, if you're going to go on your body, you angle your head away from the ground and just try to. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to angle my head into the ground. Yeah, yeah I think I'm stripping point. off naked. I'm landing. <laughs> there's butt people who survived naked because fuck you, dude. There's people who who have survived. Uh, oh yeah, skydiving and their parachute doesn't open. I don't think they're doing pretty well yeah. after that. But uh, they're alive. They're alive. I mean, it, they're there. They don't look the same. <laughs> and they don't act the same. But no, but they're there. That's fair. I got a fucked up situation here for you boys. Hit it late on. Mine's. Way PG. It's good. We need some PG. I've uh, I've named it the uh, Betty and Veronica situation. Who's gonna be Betty and who's gonna be Veronica? N- no, we're not role playing, Jesse. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying you you're playing the role of Archie today. Ah, right on. So uh, you've double booked a date with your two best girls. It's a terrible problem to have. This is a TV problem. But neither one knows that the other girl has a date that night. So they haven't talked. Betty hasn't talked with Veronica. They don't know each of them has a date tonight. Just before you kick off your date, you're putting on your suit, you're getting ready, looking looking fancy, about to hit the restaurant. You think, oh, fuck. I told both girls, same place, same time. Okay. <laughs> so you've got, you've got Betty and Veronica showing up to your restaurant that you're having dinner at. At the same time. At the same time. How do you play this one off? You tell them the truth and hope they go along with it and have a threesome. <laughs> wow, that's so optimistic. <laughs> it's like that's probably that's the best case scenario, I think. Fair. But if you want, like, how do you like? So do you get them seated at like different ends of the restaurant and then just keep play going the to whole, the bathroom? Yeah, like oh, I might tell them both your stomach's really upset that night, and that you just keep going to the bathroom and then play it off, and then at the end of the night tell them both, I think I'm just gonna go home because like I've been shitting all night and this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like, or just say like, fuck it, and don't go to the restaurant. <laughs> Let them go to the same place together. <laughs> just just bail on both of them <laughs> just just be an asshole be like oh sorry well you could play the whole oh i have the shits what if, but, but then what if they they go there and they meet and they're like oh hey who are you here to see betty do, do they know each other are you dating it's, best it's, friends it's, oh it's betty and veronica wow you're a fucking pimp trying to <laughs> date best friends at the same time archie's done it numerous times <laughs> yeah they're both best yeah <laughs> I don't know. That's I think you could pull it off if you had a good buddy as a waitress. Like if this was us, or a waiter. If this was any three of us back in the day, and you two worked at a restaurant, some and I came in, or you I used come to work in, at a. It rhymes with Roni Romas. Fair enough. You and me were working <laughs> three at, weeks, and I was like, you know, I've been sprayed in the face with Tony. Roni Romas juice enough. <laughs> they're Tony's Roma juice. Yeah, they're rib sauce. In their little bowls that 
fucking you oh. I was a dishwasher and you put the shit in and uh or you don't put the shit in you you spray it with the water hose and it just <laughs> right back into your face. So by the end of the night you're covered in rib sauce. And I was Prudent like, you know, planning. this just isn't for me. So you and I are washing dishes or waiting tables and Shane Shane hits us up and he goes, Dudes, I got two girls coming tonight. I need help. You need to sit them in opposite ends of the ends of the bar and help them out. But like they can't see each other. What well, if they couldn't. show up at the same time? Then they're gonna have that convo. Why are you here? They'll be like, Oh well, I'm here to see Archie. Like, whoa. whoa. Archie. My Archie? Firecrotch Archie. <laughs> Uh, they're like, yeah, now you're busted. So you got to at least be like, just stagger it by like 15 minutes. You could text one early. Yeah. So be, like, be like, hey, I'm running five minutes late. Give yeah. me a minute. All right, there you go. So that's how you offset you could them. S- slow down one of them. Okay, so we slow slow down one or just hope and pray one's early, one's late. Yeah, maybe it's like Kaluzny blood and they're always late. You slow down one and the other one comes late anyway, so they both come at the same time. Oh, fuck. Oh. Wouldn't that suck? <laughs> Game over. Just right away. Just go home. <laughs> Shane gets slapped, drinks poured on his face while he's sitting at the bar. Like, pour me another. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you offset them. You get them on different sides of the restaurant. Do you, play, do, you play, do you play the old waiter comes up? Shane, there's a phone call here for you. Maybe, like, you start off with that it's so, so you don't random, just like... seem like you're going to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> like, you don't yeah. make it too awkward. In the age of cell phones, the waiter comes. Yeah. <laughs> a phone just... call at some restaurant and be like, what? Or you could just... <laughs> Who knows I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, they would have uh, called my cell phone. Yeah. By, uh... yeah. They don't have cell phones in... Um... Can, can, can you please come into the back to uh, choose the steak you want to eat? <laughs> we let you choose the cow you want. Uh, comes right. Yeah, fresh. come on back here, and we'll we'll let you cut your own piece of meat. Sorry, ma'am, you have to stay at your table. Men only. Men only. Sorry, it's just the way it is. <laughs> he'll be he'll be back in fifteen minutes. I think you gotta either ditch one, tell him the truth, hope for the best, or like do the like upset tummy and then bail halfway through dinner on both of them. I don't see it ending well. Like I don't see it ending with the best possible situation. No. Or you could try calling whichever one you like the least and try to convince them There's that Betty and Veronica. There's no choosing. <laughs> I know, but they're the best of both. That's why they are who they you are. You could only have one. Try to convince the other one that you're not going anymore, so don't bother coming. Man, don't don't show up. Don't, don't you dare show don't up. Don't you dare show don't up. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> What if uh, what if you're falling in an elevator? What would you do? I would hope the elevator wasn't falling. But if it was, <laughs> you're such a cunt. Oh, you piece My of shit! My answer to everything is gonna be: I just hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> no, this dude trips in the elevator. He's falling in the elevator, but the elevator's not falling. So, what if the elevator you were in cable snapped? And you fell. <laughs> Fucking Captain Semantics. Oh, it's fun. You better answer this one with be- great accuracy. You better be right. Piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. There's much you can do, man. Just all of a sudden, everything's weightless, and you're falling. I'm gonna lay down on the floor. Uh, That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna lay down flat. I don't know. You'd have time. That is the correct answer. You lay your fattest part of your body on the floor and hope for the best. If you can hear a dog barking right now. That's. That's Beasley. He's a little upset. There's probably someone walking at. by uh, the house. Yeah, maybe. Might be my little sister. Maybe. 
Cody's little sister is here. Maya's aunt. Maya's aunt. But if Actually, it all of a sudden snapped, would you even be able to sit down? Depends what. Uh, well, I guess if you're, you're falling from the 13th floor, <laughs> nah, you wouldn't have time. But if you're like, be like downtown high rise that goes up to the you like, know the 60th floor, you'd have time. You'd be like, are we falling? And then ah! shit would start to float. But in free fall, how would you sit? You'd have to like push off the ceiling and hope you can somehow stick to the floor. Or do you just accept fate and jump up and hope you float the whole way down? Like, wow! Well, you will until the elevator suddenly stops. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have like a good... always that fucking thing. You probably have like a good stops. three seconds of like, Whoa! that would <laughs> suck. That would feel the longest three seconds of all oh, time. Man, what you shit that would run through your head in three seconds. <laughs> Being weightless in an elevator and knowing you're falling, <laughs> but nothing around you is moving. <laughs> it would feel like time would freeze. Oh, that'd be. Oh. You'd just be like, <laughs> and you'd be froze. What the <laughs> over <laughs> life done? That would well, suck. Moving on from, and then the you'd elevator. wake up in a hospital with umbrellas that red and white umbrella everywhere. I don't think, and the survive. lights would be flickering. I don't think you'd survive, and no one would be in the hospital. What the fuck is going on? He'd crawl out. A month went by as a zombie apocalypse. You're alone in the city. <laughs> now how do Shit you took survive, a turn for Jesse? Now that's a fucked now up how situation. Do you, survive? you get guns and ammo. <laughs> and okay, so you're in self health. You j- just down the street here. I go new to Canadian hospital. Tire. Recreate like 28 days later, where he just comes out of the hospital and the city's like. Actually, I mean to be fair, I'd just go home because I got all that shit there. But <laughs> <laughs> you did. Look how far away you are from your South home. Health? In zombie Do times, I have a the, car? The, the 15 minute drive from from the South Hospital here in Calgary to our house. Yeah, 15 minutes. How slow are you going? Well, I guess with no one on the road, you're talking maybe 10 minute, five minute drive. Five. With nobody on the road because it's zombie. Half an hour walk. Oh, no. It'd be like an hour walk. Easy. It took us about a half hour longboarding. Yeah. It'd be about an hour's long walk. walk, Yeah. How would I get In zombie times, though. An hour walk in zombie times. Through, like, suburbs and houses. Does my vehicle work? You woke up at the hospital. A month went by. Everything's fucked. After you just fell through an elevator. If there, I would try to go because it would still work. If it was there. If it was there. No, 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 no. You you fell in an elevator. So I'm crippled? Bam! You wake up in an elevator. You wake up in a in a hospital. Somehow you survived this elevator. You laid flat. It wasn't an elevator in the hospital that I drove to. No, someone took you to the hospital. You wake up in this hospital. Boom. Well, I would have to trust. I'd find an old car and that what I've heard for uh, so your first plan is bumblebees would be go find... and Christmas trees. Hmm. Try to get home. <laughs> so your first plan is to hit the parkade. Well, okay, I gotta think. There's a scene through. about a parkade in every zombie movie, and it's always bad. Yeah. So I'd have to find some. <laughs> Do I know there's zombies? Well, you woke up in an empty hospital. Lights flicker. It's just like 28 weeks later. Remember where he wakes up? I try to grab a pole. I try to grab some kind of weapon. Even yeah, I'd be thinking, I'd be scared like, as fuck right out the hall. Or like something, just something to keep some distance between me. Still and walking your IV that's in you? An IV Ee-oo. pole would be perfect. Ee-oo. As you're walking down the hall? <laughs> that's how uh, The Walking Dead started, too. He woke up after getting shot. So now I'm at South Health and I got to get to my house because. In the back of my head, I feel my house is the safest, even though you I have don't no even idea know what's going on. Where anybody is, where any, like, what's happened. Like, you're just. So, your first it's thought is like an go apocalyptic home. landscape. Go home. My first thought is go home. You got your car, your guns, your. I want to know where my family, your family is. I'm going home. 
Go as home. soon as you get. Okay, Shane. Objective one. Take get home. Shane. You take over. You hit the parkade with your weapon in hand. Nothing major went down in the hospital. You just scared the shit out of yourself. <laughs> Broken off IV pole. The parkade. Yeah. No. Well, no. He doesn't. Have, he's in same thing. Give him the same scenario. I would try to get home. What would you do? I guess that would make the most sense. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck you! You took the best answer." Well, because <laughs> well, then take but, over but for, from the parkade. Okay, yeah, get, all right, yeah. Okay, continue from the parkade. Continue surviving from the parkade. You wait your your zombie apocalypse situation now from the parkade. <laughs> Do I know it's a zombie apocalypse yet? Yeah, you've, you've just seen taken some weird over dead Jesse's. bodies. You've seen some weird dead bodies. That's it. So I'd assume. I think I would. The guy would clue in I pretty feel you quick. would assume you that. Would. I feel you'd probably be the most prepared for <laughs> So here's, here's Shane's adventure from the South Hospital to Jesse's house. I guess finding a vehicle would be... Shane would find a skateboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and swords. Skateboard and swords. There's Shane's <laughs> fucking character. My God. I feel like a sword's probably a better idea. You don't need ammo for a sword. You just got to keep it. Depends on the type, type of zombies we have. Are they the running kind? Or just Fuck the... running zombies. I hate that shit. That scares the hell out of me. <laughs> running zombies are fucked. They are. It's so fair. Even on a skateboard, zombies. you can't get away. Those are just kind of monsters at that point, I think. But I'm okay with slow zombies if there's like a few of the fast ones, right? Like there's just a few weird ones that got out. Yeah. Genetic mutations. Something I could handle. <laughs> Ideally, something I could still kill. Yeah, not something crazy. I think two. A good place. I think four. A good place to go would be like a Walmart or. Yeah. It could be dangerous. Not a, can- a Canadian Tire, I think. Because you could put on like hockey gear. I think I'm more of a be... Costco fan. But Canadian Tire has ammo. I believe the Canadian one tire on Cloud does has a great guns. gun selection. And I'm also saying about defending yourself. Like, you could they put on a machetes, ton of hockey gear. They have... and stuff couldn't really bite through it, I wouldn't think, that no, easily. You can get. A good, yeah. yeah, yeah. Canadian Tire. If you had you put to put a cage on your face, and everything, up, like if you had to supply up, net Canadian guards, Tire, <laughs> or raw slash guards, or kidney uh, pads, hockey pads, shin pads with soccer pads on the backside. Like, yeah, can, there's <laughs> a Canadian Tire in every community. Like, there's not a yeah, there's not yeah, a Bass yeah. Pro or one of those. Yeah, everywhere. Canadian Tire. You could stock up pretty mad, pretty mad. Tools, oils. You could start fires, make bombs. You could. You, Canadian Tire is pretty dope sauce. You could. Turn to the apocalypse center. The only yeah. thing is the lack of food. They, they, got, they, got, they got chips and jerky and all that <laughs> kind of shit, too. You could survive. Canadian Tires are usually close to some sort of gas station or Walmart. or They're usually fairly close. But there's no. The closest Canadian Tire. Now you've just extended our fucking. Now we got to go down. A- you gotta go to one. Okay, so Shane, you find what do you find to get to Jesse's house? I would think a probably a car, or I just walk. I mean, start up a vehicle. Okay, yeah. so we get through fairly easily. We'll say vehicle start. Now, if this is a month into it, has there are there already factions set up, patrolling and guarding areas? I don't know. Let's I think not it's still think just that that's a little too deep. Let's I think not it's think still just chaos. chaos. So we get a relatively okay. easy drive. Let's say you see w- some zombies. Yeah. You see some slow movers on your drive. So you're like, okay, like a group of three guys in a smoky up. car. Yeah, so <laughs> you you have a little scare getting a vehicle. Make your way out of the parkade. You're driving. Everything's crashed. Apocalypse, you recognize the what the fuck is up. We get to Jesse's house. 
you gear up with the weapons and clothes. Go to the that, safe, grab all the shit we need. That you guys have. Yeah. Now we're going to Canadian Tire, which is to go to 130th. Could a little be a, bit further. Could be a busy. The vehicles are still working. Let me stock up. That'd be pretty good. Do we There's have a, a welder? on 130th. I think we need to get Jeff somehow. We need a welder. Like an actual welder. <laughs> they got him at Canadian Tire. You can we're right. Tabletop welders. Okay. Well, we should probably still. I'm not saying like, Jeff, you ain't included. In, <laughs> in <the laughs> sorry, <target>. Jeff. <laughs> sorry, you're in Okotoks, though. Yeah. You're fighting you're your, own, your own, battle. Yeah, you That's, own battle. You're sorry. a ways away. Yeah. Well, I'm, we'll I meet you in the middle. We could totally get a welder. He'd probably there. figure it out himself, too. We'd meet yeah. somewhere. All right. We're He's assuming a... Okotoks is safe. <laughs> we're working on our own problems here. Yeah. Okay. So we need a welder and we need metal. Out of nowhere, what the fuck? Give me another fucked up situation that comes into my zombie world. Oh, all of a sudden you have a heart attack. Oh, yo. Let's get real. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real all right now. Out of all a... of this, <laughs> serious, out of all of this panic, you're like, okay, I got my guns, I got my shit. <laughs> Left arm goes numb. Okay, let's assume there's a... We that... would have to, say, to take a mission to the pharmacy at the superstore. So you got to recognize your symptoms. Severe chest pain. Squeezing, pressure, pain in the left arm, neck, and jaw, and profuse sweating. So what do you do? I mean, I feel like heart attack situation isn't the best ideal for the zombie apocalypse because uh, there, the the end all game here is call nine one one and go to the hospital. <laughs> like there's that's that's but the still, end game there. In any zombie like situation that I've thought of, like in video games and stuff, typically they're held up somewhere safe. The people have to set a mission to go to the pharmacy and get like nitro for the heart or something. There's usually isn't Bayer's aspirin the first thing you're supposed to do? Well, they say if you take a... aspirin because it thins your blood, and basically what a heart attack is is you have a clogged artery in your heart, and it's <laughs> just dump it. Well, here, Fuck. hook hook a brother up. Oh, see, oh. there was only a sip in there. Here, do you want some of this? Sure. Right now we're divvying up uh, what was ever in Cody's flask. We're not sure what it was. Um, Some it, rum, more than likely. It's what I keep for the golf course. I think he missed a lot of it. <laughs> keep playing the golf course rum. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, go- it's golf course rum. It's always good. It's always fun when you dip into your bag and you find a bottle full of rum. There you go. Okay, so we've made it to Canadian Tire. We've got some Now what do you pick up? Oh, Here we go. Ammo. Okay, so I'm going for all the ammo. Minus the obvious weapons, like so we take well, all the, three the guns. Well, the are there, so I'll go for the ammo. Shane, what are you gonna go grab? Hockey gear, maybe. So grab grab everybody, like, armor for everybody, clothing okay. and yeah, like protective clothing from. Bites. I'm finding. I'm finding. Can these zombies? They probably even have like Kevlar. Like pardon me, jackets. sorry, that was <laughs> extremely rude. I can't that edit snuck that up one on out. me. My God, sorry. Guys. jackets you can put over your hockey gear. See, yeah, fuck yeah, leather. Fuck yeah, well done. See, I'm thinking I need carrying and mobility and tools. So, like, I need a well, like the wagons, welders, which we can all use in the shop before we leave. So I'm thinking setting up a workstation and building in shit. Cana- we're going to take over Canadian Tire. Fuck yeah, it's it our fucking store, days. yeah. Yeah, we're going to hold it for a couple days. So I need to build some shit so that when we move... We need to recruit a, recruit a couple people. We can tell. We can figure out if we can tell people. Um, Somehow, if, if communication is still up and running. Because they have we'll a get car Mikey. shop. We'll get Mikey. Mikey the He's electrician. The Mikey need, the electrician. We we'll let him in. to watch the door. We need someone in the shop. 
We just board the doors immediately. Yeah. Close the big bay doors, board off the little ones to the... It's like a brick wall with doors on it. So you could... So, okay. So we board it up it, right it when we get done. there. We can hold it down with four people. Uh, Canadian Tire always has the double door system too. So you just lock the first set of doors and then you board the inside door. So when visitors come, there's a neutral zone where you can still lock those outside doors, be zombie free from the outside, but still have a neutral zone so they can stay safe. You can still guard them. Talk to them. Talk yeah. to them. See if they're friendly. Which always bugged me because who the fuck wouldn't be friendly in a zombie apocalypse? Everyone wants I to survive. Like, yeah, everyone should be on this against the zombies. At they that should point. be, but I but do. There's, I can, there's cunts. I can understand where people's there. mentality would be like, fuck you, you're taking nothing from me. But let's get real. <laughs> That's way more rough than the scotch. Because it's like rum. Yeah. <laughs> most it's rum, bro. <laughs> most people don't sip rum. Yeah. There's good rum. But anyways. Okay, so we, we took over a, We Canadian need a tire. steady liquor supply. We took Oh. Um, we got to then move over to Superstore Liquor Store. <laughs> there's quick, Anic- there's, we got to annex your liquor store. Sorry. There's quick uh, quick dashes to the liquor store. We'll we get that all on the way there. Okay, so that's we'll take, true though. We're gonna we're gonna oh. we're gonna migrate if you were to Canadian in that situation. Tire. Jesus fuck, you'd need a drink. We're, Canadian Tire is <laughs> our new home base. We're taking everything from our homes that we need, and we're going to Canadian Tire. That's a sick spot. You got access to to Deerfoot. We can, there's you have access to multiple food stores, gas stations, restaurants. Everything's around there. That's been shut down. So restaurants not so much, but like depends on what happens. Like in, in most, I think there's zombie, a Sealy Pospetic place there. We can get some good beds. Uh, <laughs> there, the, there's Struktube. We can get some Struktube. We can get <laughs> some amazing <laughs> furniture. They'll be closed down by the oh. time the zombie apocalypse comes. <laughs> One thing that I was I was watching this show about these like apocalypse dudes or whatever I forget what it's called or who it was but they were saying that the pet store may not be the best food but it's gonna be full of food because people aren't gonna go there to, to raid their yeah you can eat dog sure, food you don't easy. think to go eat yeah in a real survival in a real survival yeah. if everything else is gone the pet store especially the cans of like the stuff soft food fuck yeah it's just if like, a dog you know. can survive off it a human can survive especially off it. in that situation plus yeah. the hard stuff just put it in a bit of water you'd probably eat it soft to be gross as Ugh. fuck it makes like me want to barf just thinking about it but <laughs> maybe crunchy wouldn't be so bad it would work though. eat it like trail mix Mix Vote. some M&M's in that bitch. You'll be good to go. <laughs> All right. So let's say we're fucking, we've kind of settled down where we've got our home base and stuff. And all of a sudden you have to encounter a fucking bear. A bear wanders up on It you. would make sense. What do you, because they've, they've been like, oh, So we made shit, it out of the city can... somewhere? No, no. no we're in... The bears have come into the city. So we're on a, we're on a run to, where's on 130th? We're going to the liquor store, the co-op liquor store, because we bled the superstore one dry. <laughs> So we're going to the co-op liquor store across across the way. We got to make yeah, it's it's not too far, but it's far enough that it's like whoa, you know, the bears have moved in, the cougars have moved in. We've probably got a little bit comfortable, so we're one person has a rifle, starting to get complacent. One bit. rifle, one dude has a hatchet and and a machete and a couple of knives. I feel like I wouldn't let that fly. I feel like if I had to go with this, everyone would have a gun and Jesse's they'd be loaded to the nine. Just loaded to the tip. Guns are loud, Jesse's, Jesse's the guy with fucking... I'll have a machine gun that but, we annexed from the army base. But bullets are loud. It'll bring everything to us. Bring zombies yeah. to us. All right. and, in, and in Canada, silencers are illegal, so we... we should practice archery. 
Yo. That's a good idea. Because Canadian some. Tire has... I have a crossbow in the house. Well, that's not archery. It is. Or it but is. even that. I, and, I feel uh, a crossbow would be a better idea because we'd have... There'd be no skill involved. Well, there'd be skill, but it would transfer over from <laughs> so our guns. Hard to hit, it's though. so hard to aim. Doesn't it transfer over to like it shooting shoots rifles? way different? You it's, have to aim like way high. It drops like a motherfucker. It's not like a bullet in any guess, any sense yeah. of the word. So, but it's still in that. So you aim it. You, you arc it, right? Yeah, but it's you you'd have it. to practice. It's crazy hard. You, you crazy gotta, hard, you but easier practice. than Daryl hits him in the head every time. He's shot that crossbow Fucking a lot. Darryl. My guy I know has one of them, like the a replica of that. Might it, it's, it's it's a functioning crossbow, but it's uh, the one that guy has on The Walking Dead. There, I want a recurve bow. What's that? Well, you can buy them. They're just like a. It's like a bow. You should get closer to your mic. I was, but I had to back <laughs> up because my hands were moving. Ah, my hands are moving. <laughs> just a bow. Like it's not a co- it's not a compound bow or anything. It's just a bow. Just a, like a uh, traditional Genghis Khan bow, sort of, but bigger. His are more like short and for like horseback riding. Right, right. But, but we're talking like a Robin Hood type bow. Something you could. But make the yourself. recurve, the the recurve Jesse's the way the wood goes. So it's you know, got that you extra that, S turn in it, right? Yeah, so it's like an S on each side. Yeah. Rather yeah, yeah. than just like the, so the same classic shape as Native the, American the just look. Genghis Khan. Not bow. quite as pronounced, but yeah. But yeah, bigger. A bit more bad. You can buy them at, well, like, anywhere. I'm the sure one, the, one, the ones that we shot at, like, camp. Oh, okay. The little, but those are like the kid versions. Okay. You can yeah. get real ones for, like, hunting and shit that are apparently. 100 pound, 75 pound test you, like, oh, hunt yeah. deer with. Yeah. You'd have to be jacked just to fucking but pull it's hard. back. But my my crossbow is a hundred pound test and it's a fucking prick it's so hard to pull that back. nobody really uses it because <laughs> uh, I need to build one of, I need one of them pullers I'm trying to do it by hand is silly. My dad's compound bow is seventy five pound test and it's, but it's, it's once you get past once you get to there you don't have to hold it yeah it clicks but as soon as you let go it like for some reason it like you know what I mean it gets past the point Your of trigger. tension the tension point and then it's just all loose back. Lucy goosey but if you if, that, if that's what you had to use as a weapon and that's what you wanted to use you'd get good at pulling it oh yeah in a week all right have i'd go straight katniss Everdeen on that shit. so what about the bears now we, so we're we're bow hunting how do you actually encounter i'd bear? be i'd be taking a bow and a big fucking bowie knife i don't know a lot of the times just get okay, big let's just say there's just no get weapons big and, and yell you just at run it. up on one yeah so get big perfect. and yell at yeah, it get big yell at it uh so what I got here is uh, for a brown bear and a grizzly, not a black bear, because you got to deal with them different. You play dead. If that doesn't work, put your hands clasped behind your neck, protect your neck, and then spread your legs out so they can't roll you over if he's got you. And then uh, if he's really going at you, you just fight back. Like, well, this is really not much because they don't like It'd dead be, dead at prey. It would or be fucking terrible because a bear will eat you alive. A bear will just start eating your ass because it's the juiciest spot. He won't kill you. He'll just eat you. Well, he likes fresh meat. A cat? Like a like a like a cougar? Cougar. They'll fucking kill you. They they go for the throat and they will they'll murder you and then they'll eat you. They say you. don't run. Don't run no, if you encounter cat, a cougar. Cats want to fucking well, play. My cat is fucking sketchy, dude. You start walking down the hall, it just comes and claws at your fucking calves, and you're like, "What the Imagine fuck?" Imagine if that was six hundred pounds. You're like, I'm so much bigger than you. I could just take you out right now. No, no problem. No qualms about fucking attacking. So yeah, and then you get a fucking four, 
four to six hundred pound cougar. Cat. That's a big cougar. But you or get you a giant like a ass cougar. Though, like yeah. And then pounds. that thing is doing the same, like, oh, this motherfucker wants to play. Let's play. It bats, yeah. yeah, it fucking yeah. Bats, bam, bam, bam. And his claws are huge. But same thing. You want to maintain eye contact with a cougar because like you know, you want to you want to you want to level the respect there. Like you'd be like, Hey, I know you could take me out. There's there's a thing in your mind that says I could take you out too if I don't act all weird and uh, like, like I'm gonna go down like, fighting. It's not you're not gonna yeah, walk. You gotta away. let it know you're going down <laughs> with a fucking fight. <laughs> you're gonna take some fucking shots. That, that reminds me of Tyson and the Revenant. Oh, that bear attack scene was just was fucking a, incredible. It's gruesome. Like. It it had me like my palms were sweaty. I was sitting on the edge of my seat. I was like, I was having like, I was rubbing my forehead, fucking like anxiety. Like, I wonder if that's oh what a real bear God, attack is it like. was Probably. so seems well, like brutal. Quick, it grabs you, chucks you a little, and then plays with you. Fucking walks, turns around, comes back. The only thing I think they missed was I, I believe big bears like that. They'll jump on you. Yeah, with their two paws, and that would just crush you. Crush your chest is. Trying like a bear giving you CPR. <laughs> thousand pounds. Just <laughs> <laughs> so uh, kind of keeping with your zombie, I have a few uh, survival situations, but like Fallout 4. <laughs> What's the best way to survive in Fallout 4? Is that when you're playing like the hardcore mode? Where well, you have to yeah, like out of fires like and make just, food and everything? Yeah, that kind of stuff. It's like, well, they say like use your quick menu a lot because uh, like the, the pit boy. It's just a waste of time bringing it up. So use your use your quick menu. Figure what? out that shit. And then uh, they're also saying like power armor. That's a weird segue to uh, video games, but whatever. Power you, armor. Use your power armor, but be smart about it because like in hardcore mode, like the battery cells are few and far to come by. You can't just go to the store and buy a ton of them. Um, your vats are good for highlighting enemies, not just taking headshots and shit. So that's kind of cool. Just do it so you can see where they all are. Kind of. Yeah, thing. exactly. Like, cause when you can see a lot further. Did I get Fallout? I don't, I don't know. So. I remember. It's a good game just to get into by yourself. I don't. Kais has so. been putting in some long hours on, on Fable. Fable. Yeah, on Fable I know. Like, she logs into your here. account, and we're like, "Holy fuck!" She's been on like way more than us. <laughs> like, you come on, she's on. <laughs> you get off, she's on. You come back on, she's on. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, off, well, what she well what she was doing right is she would. Well, well, before we had Maya, she was uh, just during the pregnancy. She'd be at home, do some, do you know, come down, do a load of laundry, play some Fable, because her feet were sore. She was tired, and then she'd do something else, and then come back and play Fable. But she'd leave it on the whole time, so uh-huh. that so that so that she just come back. Yeah, and that's forth. what I tell people too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it tells us when she's playing, right? And when she's <laughs> idle. <laughs> it's creepy. Oh yeah. Uh, Don't tell her that. How about a real one? Like a hostage situation. Captain Phillips. I am the You captain. are Captain Phillips, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> that movie. You're Captain Semantics Phillips. <laughs> That's your official military name. Captain Semantics Phillips. Shifty Semantics. AKA Sergeant Obvious. Because <laughs> you're above Captain Obvious. You're a fucking sergeant. <laughs> Fuck. So the special forces use a acronym SEER. Uh, survival, resistance, escape, evasion. I know that was S R E E, but you know, survival, gotcha. escape, resistance, evasion. So a hostage survival, situation. evasion, resistance, escape. There we go. Uh, 
well, the obvious thing is try to thwart the abduction before it happens. Hell yeah! Uh, in what sense? If you think you're Fight, taking kick, me, punch. If you think you're taking me, you got. I'm a. I'm a big person. You better have a gun to my head, and you better. You better make sure I know you have a gun to my head. Otherwise, <laughs> I was told a rather exciting story from a friend of mine. Uh, she worked on cruise ships, and there was a there was a U.S. Marine that was on board, and they stopped off at one of their ports, and it was a little bit of a uh, rougher port that they stopped in. I can't remember the place, and it's okay. But the Marine and his wife were were walking around, and they tried to rob them. And what these guys did, there was two of them. One guy put a gun to the wife to to the to the wife's head. And the other one was like, give me all your money, give me all your money, and, you know, whatever it was. Well, being the fucking Marine that he is, snapped the guy's neck, took the gun from him, and the other guy took off running. <laughs> like, he was gone, obviously, right? He snapped his neck, took the gun, <laughs> killed the motherfucker. The authorities were involved, and then the authorities find out he's a, he's a U.S. Marine. And they're like, oh. It was self-defense. Don't worry about it. Get back on your cruise ship. It's all ship. good. Enjoy so, your vacation. So, yeah, so, within, so within the single day in port, fucking killed a man, got back on a boat and went, could you imagine the talk around the water Holy cooler? Fuck. <laughs> hey, Dave, how was your fucking cruise? Oh, you know. Well, I had to kill somebody. Not too bad. We went jet skiing. I went parasailing over here. We saw swam with some sharks. Got to kill a guy. You know, swam in some caves. <laughs> They're like, whoa, whoa. We saw all sorts of cool Go stuff. Back. Go back yeah. a second. Oh, yeah, I snapped the guy's neck. He's pulled a gun off. on what? my wife. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. It happens. So like, whoa. <laughs> Dave, you killed somebody. Yeah. It's like, yeah. He pulled a gun on me. I'm sure he's killed Shit a lot happens. of people if he's a Marine. So they say, uh, if it's a group, kind of work. Work as a group. Don't be an asshole. Like, if they take a, like, it's like a terrorist hostage group situation. Kind of work as a group. Don't try to fucking be the lone, you know. What is it? Lone, lone gunner, wolf, whatever. Lone, lone wolf. Yeah, don't be, don't be an asshole. Don't be basically, a hero. don't be a hero. Uh, adapting to your situation is key. Um, watch, right. watch for opportunity. You know what I mean? Like if they grab you or something, or learn their routines if it's a long situation. Exactly. You know, kind of pay attention. Um, be observant. Keep calm. You know, keep your composure. Nothing worse than freaking as out. As best you can. Yeah. Be observant. How many captors are they armed? Uh, what's their physical condition? I hope they're armed. It'd be hard to fucking catch me with no Yeah, arms. well, they're, let's assume they're armed. You know, are they fat <laughs> slobs who are about to die? Like, what are they? Like, take take note of kind of all that stuff. Their emotional state, how they are. Are they calm? Are they, you know, what are they going to do with Find you? the submissive one and try and mind fuck them. Like, try and try and mind one who's nervous about being there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got you back in the corner yeah. alone, and you're you like, really hey, think bud? they're not going to kill you too, yeah, dude? <laughs> yeah. You're next, bro. You're yeah. next. He's like. What? You're just here for crowd control, I, I, buddy. I heard, him, st- I heard <laughs> him talking, man. They said they done. don't like you. <laughs> what? You see yeah. that guy over there? Yeah, that guy. He yeah. said he doesn't like you. They were laughing at you. <laughs> You're just here for crowd control, They're buddy. All gonna I know laugh how these things you. work. They're just going to bury you in the back, too. Yeah, they don't like you. He's like, what? He's like, I know how to use a gun. Like, just give me your gun, and I can help you. I'll help you. I'll help you, bro. Get your other friend over there, too. Yeah, get him. Yo, he looks upset. Upset, yeah. Not weak. Upset. Uh, like, uh, be observant. Just so. thinking we're fucking diehard year. <laughs> you know. Wow, Bruce Willis, man. I got, I got this. Good, man. <laughs> uh, so if they've they 
pull you into a vehicle or something, try to like and blindfold you, that kind of stuff. Like try to visualize your surroundings, make a make note of the turns and like the seconds in between the turns. You ever tried that? That wasn't taken. It's hard. Have you ever tried it though? No. No. It is so I tried it once because I knew where you were I was going. So I closed my eyes and I'm like, okay, let's see if I can recognize where I am, and I know where I'm going. I know we're taking this turn. You're not this driving, turn. I hope. And I, no, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I got my just, eyes closed. Just straight Chris <laughs> Angel did this bitch one day. I could drive to work with my eyes closed. Okay? Yeah. So many times. Like, Cody, uh, are you sleeping? No, 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 my eyes are closed, though. <laughs> and I was nowhere nowhere near where I thought I was. Like, nowhere so it's near. Tough. It's it, it is, is really hard. It's something you almost have to but train. If you're in life and death situation, they say just, you know, visualize, count the seconds between the turns. So if it's, you know, 100 seconds left turn, 20 seconds right turn. You'd have to be so focused. Yeah. Like, you'd have so sort of smart, a... too, to Jesus. remember. But they say, they also I say, I can't like, count time in music. No. It, it'd be tough. It'd be really hard. But I have a hard time counting my like, cards in crib for fuck's situation, sake. So it's kind of like, you might be able to focus it, enough you know? to do it. it. Yeah. And they also say, try to figure out why. You're being adopted. 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 I'm being adopted. Were you an asshole uh, to somebody? I hope it's because <laughs> yeah. I was a nice kid that I got adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that how well, adoption works? Yeah. Adopted. I was adopted. He was adopted. Uh, no asshole. I said abducted. <laughs> Just really shittily. <laughs> shittily. What about aliens? It's like, why did you get adopted? Do you tell someone? Aliens? You get abducted by aliens. Would you? Would you tell somebody, Shane? Uh, yeah, I think it'd be a cool thing to tell people. But do you think that? Would you just? Would you like, assume that I believe you? Right? I don't know. <laughs> I'd tell you though. I would. I I don't think you would come to me and say you were abducted unless you actually thought you were abducted. But what if it was just the CIA? Well, and they had. I, hope the, I wonder what the fuck they're doing in Canada. They had all horse masks on. <laughs> <laughs> the new aliens. <laughs> But, like, that would be, I don't know if I would tell anyone. Because I'd be like, no one I'd probably no tell one you guys. fucking believe I'd me. tell you guys, and then I would hope you believe me. <laughs> well, because. I'd have to start watching Ancient Aliens and see if anything uh, was relative to that. And future like, note, I'm going to be abducted next week. I'll let you guys uh, know how it goes. Go. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if one of you guys said that you were abducted by aliens. And, and legit about it. About it something happened. It's hard to lie and actually lie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think one of us could lie to each other and be like, full out, yeah, I was adopted. Abducted. I was adopted. Abducted. Again. Abducted. 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 I was abducted. I can see some of the people. I know there's people who could lie about it. I could see people who could lie about it, but I. Seems like quite a ruse. I don't don't think I could lie to someone about that. I would. There. There'd be something about me that you'd be like, no, you're full of shit. Like, you're lying. Or they're just crazy. Well, there's that, too. You get See, but then if balls. you got abducted by aliens, would you think... My immediate thought when I, if, you know, wake up the next morning or however it really works... Did that really happen? Like, yeah, would I, would I be like... Would you reach for your butthole first? Be like, did it happen? <laughs> did they probably... No. <laughs> I would it, in, in, instantly question my sanity. I'd be like, because yeah. what would flash through my head was, okay, I got abducted by aliens. Well, that's fucking crazy. Okay, <laughs> wait, if I'm thinking this, am I crazy? It's like, did I Holy get abducted? Holy fuck, things are coming loose. And was I'm like, I would dreaming? I dreaming? 
Would I recognize that my screws are coming loose? I would try to rationalize it and explain it to myself first. And then if I couldn't do that, I'd be like, Would you you call up that hair guy? Did you see me last night? Was I in the bed last night? Uh, Ask my wife. I would like to think that that sort of a interaction with some sort of an alien, whether they exist or not. I feel like that's more plausible. But I, I would hope it would be more like they come land and you're like, not the scared asshole who runs away. It was like, yo, alien. <laughs> <laughs> you want a beer? Or like, uh, <laughs> like yeah, this I is come on a fucking ride and that thing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got this scotch and it's really good. Uh, you want to come? <laughs> friends? Yeah, yeah, like. Friends on? They're like, be- <laughs> nope. <laughs> friends off. Uh, like, Fuck yeah, come aboard. He was waving his beer at us. We didn't know what to do. We had to kill him. I would try to be friendly. But yeah. I'd probably be that guy like in the movie that's like, Hey, welcome aliens, and then vaporized. vaporized. And they're like, Kate, they're not friendly. He was aggressively waving his hands at us. Uh, He's like, no, he was waving. Uh, Yeah, that'd be my luck. Yeah, that's that'd be me. Uh, yeah. What about being buried alive in a coffin? You're fucked. Depends. You can't. There there are situations where, yeah, you are totally fucked. Can't kill Bill your way out of that. No, but you can. They basically say, okay, so one, don't panic, obviously, because you Impossible. only got so much air. In, <laughs> Impossible. You only got so much air in the coffin, so don't or panic. Am, yeah, I, am, but... I, am I being buried? You are in a coffin. You that wake they, up? They thought you were dead, and then you wake up in a coffin. Okay, so I wake up buried in a coffin. Yeah. There's going to be an immediate manic, a moment of panic. Oh, my God. Fair and enough. then I'm going to think I'm in a trunk. You got <laughs> I'm in a trunk of a car. You I'm wouldn't a... know where you were. I'd be no. like, where the fuck don't am I? You would think that would be death. Pop the trunk. Imagine if you... Oh, that's a good song. <laughs> but it'd be so fucked up. You would think that was death. Like, if you if you say you had a heart attack... And then you wake up in a coffin. Wake up in a coffin. You so would think... pitch black. You're just there. There's you would think that go. was death. You, I don't know. I would think maybe... Now that I had that small revelation, you may think that was limbo. Until you You'd be like, holy fuck. This is, you'd be looking you around. You kind of feel around, though, and you'd be like, oh, it's around. Okay, this is a coffin. Then maybe your eyes would focus to the darkness. Not that. Apparently, apparently some people. You need some light. Buried in the ground, there's no light. Well, apparently some people now bury loved ones with cell phones. That is fucked up. So they can, like, very sadly call them. I could see so, so many horror movies you could write with that shit. Getting calls from, like, your dead whatever from whatever so long But they also have things called safety coffins that, uh. They're equipped with the means of getting out if it's in, like, a crypt and then you're not buried. Or it's, like, some flashlight to find the notifying device, like, some kind of... Because they used to have uh, bells. They would bury people with uh, a bell on top. to their toe or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or a string that comes down into the coffin and you can ring the bell if you're still alive. Because apparently that was really? a big thing back in the day. They were worried about it. Yeah, so they would oh, do that. Man. So now there's still kind of safety coffins where these, like, the, you I want that rich, on my but grave. they wire, like, a light to your grave that you can push a button. They'll bury you with a flashlight so you can find oh, the button. I then, want that. I want <laughs> that at my grave. Write it into your will. Just to fuck with people. On a timer. Programmed <laughs> on a timer for, like, once a year on Halloween. You know what would be Just really Just to fuck terrifying. with people. Being lost in the middle of this giant, but dark tell no one cemetery, and all of a sudden these red lights start flashing all over the place. All over, 
It'd be like, oh shit. Oh, <laughs> if you were the groundskeeper, that's a like, horror movie. You can movie. fuck with people. You see kids coming into the the thing, so you could like flash certain lights and stuff. <laughs> Imagine if like thing just lights up like a fucking Christmas tree. A bit. Everybody's no. turning over it's in like, the grave right now. Left, right, left, right, left. That's kind of creepy because I just not all that long ago went and shared some beers with people in a cemetery. Not actual people. I went for a big, long bike ride by myself and picked up a six-pack of beer and stopped at a cemetery and had a couple of beers. It's kind yeah. of a... It was an odd thing to do. It, <laughs> yeah. It was really I weird. I agree. I would have to But agree. it was a very... Did you know anybody? No. It was a very peaceful spot just to... Yeah. See, no one's going to come bug you. No. Either. I just sat They're back with a beer. You're yeah, you're there. Yeah. I cheersed everyone. I was sitting around. I said, you know... You didn't sit on there. No, it was on a nice bench. Yeah. And I sat there. It was a very peaceful kind of... Because you're not supposed to walk on, like, under where they're buried, I heard. That was a sign of respect. Above. Like, over top of them? Yeah, over top of them. Yeah, Which no, I, I get that. I, I, rode on, I rode my bike on the path and then sat on the bench. And I don't know. You feel lots of love in a cemetery. It's a really it's a odd weird. thing. Yeah, that's a... It was weird because there was, you know, there's fresh that flowers on It just means happy and... souls. Yeah, it's not it was, a scary cemetery. No, it was really... I think it's because it was daytime. It's not haunted. Yeah. It was Go back daytime. at night and tell me how you felt in there. Yeah. There were some really old graves there, too, which is... I love going to cemeteries to see the old graves. and It's interesting to see that kind spe- of stuff. And especially because Shane and I have had the chance to travel to some really small-ass bohunk towns in Canada. So, like, you get these really old farm view. towns where... You're seeing graves where they died in 1829. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Holy shit. You're like, wow, that's fucking old. Do you want to hear how you could actually get out of a... There's a certain situation where you can get out of being buried alive. This is interesting. So you kind of got to... You hope that your your relatives are cheap and they bury you in a shitty coffin. Okay. Because typically a shitty coffin will will cave in certain spots. Not completely cave in, but it'll kind of break in certain spots. So once I hope my family don't spend money on a stupid cough. Actually, I want to be cremated. I want to be cremated. Yeah. So hope for a shitty casket. Uh, The weight of the dirt might cave in areas. So what they they also say, though, is pull your shirt over your head, but not completely off, and tie the top so you kind of have like a cotton bag over your head. And what that does is keep the dirt out of your face when you're trying to I'm going like literally in your nose and shit. Yeah, in your mouth while you're trying to get out of there. So then uh, if the coffin's not cracked, hope again, hoping it's a shitty coffin, just keep kicking and look, kick in the middle because that's probably the weakest point of the lid. Couldn't really uh, kick. It's it's tough. You couldn't get your I knees. Don't know, I don't know how much room you have. You, you'd coffin. have to be like bonking your knees. Kind of bash. So you keep kind of bashing, you know. If that's your last hope, you Riggle just bashing. do what you can do. So if there <laughs> – let's, let's say there's a breach. Let's say the dirt has breached. Okay. So they say try to keep Obviously, your... this is all best case scenario. Oh, it's all so. best case. It's n- not everyone's going to be able to do this. You wake yeah, up and you have... weapons in the coffin? <laughs> yeah, you have... That's a really shitty coffin if it breaks immediately. <laughs> yeah. Because but... you, you have to still be alive. But they say a lot of the shitty ones, they'll just cave in or whatever. So they say... That being keep said, your head... can you cave in that box? You never know. If it's pushing, if there's a lot of force... No, and you're what just... I'm saying is if it was out on the ground... Do you have oh, the strength to break down? it? I want to say yeah, probably. It's just plywood, right? Like, Maybe we're talking like shitty, shitty caskets here. Because then, uh, th- then you have to think about that much dirt. So if you're on, like property of, of the you. government, pretty much. So, 
let's say there's a there's a crack and the dirt's coming in. It says try to keep your head and torso near the opening to avoid getting stuck once all the dirt starts coming in. So what you do is you're you know you're you're pushing the dirt into the coffin trying to clear it a path. And you you think most people are buried six feet under, and if you're over five feet tall, if you put your arms up in the air and you try to stand up while that's all coming in, by the time you fully stood up, you should be above the ground. So what they say is, well, let's keep coming in. Try to get your leg up. Put your leg on the side of the cat. And just whatever you can do, just try to dart yourself to the top of the fucking uh, Have you ever been underground with dirt? See, I've never never been been in that situation. You work in that situation. I've been underground with dirt caving in on me. There's nothing you can do. I was in... I was in a 72-inch pipe with uh, arms reaching to a 36-inch pipe. The 36-inch pipe has already been drilled all the way across this underground, and we're putting in the big pipe. Well, there was rocks stuck in the in the arms. So we went to exit side, and I crawled through 36-inch pipe, and they pulled the augers back six uh, about 8 feet in the 72-inch pipe. So I had a nice 8-foot room. To work in right. a seventy-two a inch pipe at his back. with a giant drill <laughs> and bit and augers at my back. Feet straight ahead out a thirty-six inch hole. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't two hundred feet. It was it was a shorter shot, so it was maybe like sixty feet of thirty-six inch pipe in front of me. So I'm going there, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I see the rocks in the arms. I just gotta wiggle it free, and the rock will come loose. What I didn't know was there was a lot of smaller rocks in behind that big rock. So as soon as I wiggled the big rock loose. And this was above me, so it's about at 10 o'clock on a, on a clock. I wiggle the th- big rock loose with a crowbar. That big rock falls into the pipe, and then a whole bunch more rocks start falling and start flowing into the 72-inch pipe. <laughs> so I slide backwards, and dirt, is, dirt and rock are covering my boots. I'm up against the 72-inch uh, drill bit. My exit is in front of me where the rocks are falling. You went the wrong way. Well, yeah, you back up from where the rocks are falling. You don't yeah, dive you underneath them. them. Yeah. So I'm thinking, holy <laughs> fuck. Way to take the logical approach. <laughs> so I'm thinking, holy fuck, like these now this rocks be... better stop because it's covering my exit. Yeah. Luckily, it it there was That's not a scary scared the shit, fuck dude. out of me, man. That's so scary. Yeah, it was it was, and I backed up as much as I could and I was pushing rocks away from me. Get out of here, rock. Because Get I figured rock you can treat it kind of like water in a pipe. You have to stay on top of it. Just keep pushing it. So you push it away from yourself and then eventually it'll come underneath you. So how would they would just have to dig you out? Well they probably like, let's say best case it just covers it. You still have room between you, the rocks and the drill bit. They would probably they can't go turn into the, the drill bit on, right? Fuck, well <laughs> yeah. they could and I'd be dead. Yeah, but so they just Come in the thirty-six inch exit, and then just. I hope anyone from OHNS is not listening to this because they don't know where you work. We've said it a few times, but that's besides the point. No, indeed. this is all hypothetical. This never. Really yeah, happened. this never really happened. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but no, that was a that was a sketchy moment. That was a, that was like the only time I've ever been. Well, there's one other time, but there's a, that's one of two times I've ever been scared in a play. Yeah, that's 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 fucked up shit. It was sketchy. That was under uh, West LRT train station. <laughs> Now there's a big like void. We filled it. There's a huge fucking void, but we filled it. Lots of concrete on that job. Uh, how about the old uh, sinking car? 
Hmm? Like your car drives into a lake. What do you do? Oh, Mythbusters have saved lives. Thing is, though. You wait for the water to pressure to equalize. Yes and no. They catch say it that soon is, enough. They say that is the last case scenario. Yeah, if you catch it soon enough, you can crack the door open and let it fill with water. Well, not even that. They say as soon as your car hits the water, open roll the down your window. Or open the door. Assuming well, you you're a, still force the door shut, right? So, assuming your electrics aren't or shot. Or break the window or whatever. Because a lot of people have those seatbelt tools in their glove compartment or their side, you know, the middle console. So break, they say, as soon as you hit the water, if you break the window, and then try to jump out. They say the water will be rushing in, but most people are strong enough to force their way out of that. Especially when you have edges to really cling yeah. to. So they say the whole Mythbuster scenario, yes, it works, but that is a, like the very last. And you don't know how deep. That what is, if you that's go off the a main bridge argument? And it's like a hundred feet of water. Yeah, it takes three minutes for the thing to fill with water, but by then you're a hundred feet down. Yeah, so now you got to try to get up a hundred feet. It's so that's they say like yes that Mythbusters was correct, but it's you got to do things way before you get to that spot. Like fair enough, but yeah, getting deep. Well, yeah. they did the one where they would drop them in the thing and they would just open the door right away and that would usually work yeah they could open the door and just jump out before the thing even really a lot of the times though it's like the pressure of the water if you get past a certain point you can't open that door but like the moment get that window fucking (laughs) broken right away Uh, how to survive a breakup (laughs) what i i was going everywhere i got breakup (laughs) grenade blast cougar attack Grenade blast. Hope someone with you jumps on the damn thing. Yeah, so they got about a 30 to 35 feet uh, radius, blast radius. When the fuck is a Canadian in Canada going to run into a grenade? They just caught that terrorist dude in Ontario. He was about to go blow up a bunch of shit. White dude. Do you have grenades? He had IEDs. Oh. He's going to go to a public area and fuck shit up. Cocksucker. Thankfully, they caught him before it happened, but he ended up dying in the process. It was, oh, darn. Mess. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Somehow I'm upset. So let's say that. some asshole throws a grenade at you. You have three to five seconds, so that whole pick it up, throw it back, not real. There Kick is no it. time. Kicking it, maybe, but I don't know if that would kind of fucking set it off. Depends on obviously where it lasts. You're like, dunk. Pow! <laughs> he, uh, but you're th- three to five seconds. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, four one thousand, five one thousand. That's a long time, especially when that shit's look, laying beside look, you. Here you go. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. You've we got can't time. Get Thirty-five to... feet away from that, though. We just you, threw a ball. Around. You just tossed. You got to be like, fuck, and you <laughs> let her fly like your stupid underhand. Uh, as you do that, you stupid underhand snowball the other way toss. And hit the deck. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I think you'd be taking some shrapnel. <laughs> Let's say you, you can't do that. Get as low as possible. Hit the deck because the way a grenade explodes, it it, it get behind whatever you got. Well, yeah. obviously, <laughs> get behind cover is the number one thing. Second thing. If you're in a situation where someone's throwing grenades at you, you got to rethink what the fuck you've been up to. Yeah, <laughs> either that or you're rethink trained your life and you you're in a know. lot of trouble. Like you're in a bad, weird, really random situation. Well, either that or you're trained and you know what to do. Yeah, anyway. you're in the middle. Otherwise, yeah, you're <laughs> in a combat zone. That's a little different. But uh, we're talking civvies. And they say don't, don't be that guy who jumps on it with your helmet if you are in the military because now you've just concentrated the blast under your helmet. 
Literally, on your, your whole body, like when they jump right on. You're gonna well, die you're gonna either way. Die, but well, I know that. Save some, like if you go helmet and then on it to save everybody, that's a little different than surviving a, a grenade blast. I think if, if you're, you're jumping you're on a grenade, if you're if you're jumping on a grenade, you're done either way. Yeah, you're done, but you're the hero. But you're gonna save everyone else. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're the, the hero. If you're <laughs> jumping on a grenade, thank you. No kidding. What's well, that's about all I got for that is beautiful on that fucked up situation on that bang as uh, the Top Gear boys would say. On that bang, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's another Ruckus Sessions podcast. There it is. Thanks for being there. Peace. Peace.